Let's go to the book of Revelation, the sixth chapter, dealing with the four horsemen of the apocalypse. I want to set the stage here about something. I want you to understand that everything that God has created, God has ordained it to do something. Everything. No matter what it is. Now, when we go to the book of Psalms, the 8th chapter, the 3rd verse, the Bible speaks about how the heavens, let's go read The heavens, how it declares. It says that when I consider thy heavens, Psalms 8, verse 3, and the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained. You see that word there, ordained. The word ordained means to establish and to instruct. Say it again. The word ordained means to establish and to instruct. We're in Psalms. We're, our main text is Revelation, the sixth chapter. We're dealing with the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Sixth chapter of Revelation. But right now we're at Psalms 8, verse 3, talking about ordained. And as I said before, everything that God has created, He has ordained it, meaning that He has established it and that He has placed instructions on it to carry out a specific part of His will. Are you with me this morning, church? Amen. Do you have your ears on this morning? Because you really need to hear and retain some things. And not just stop coming to church and hearing and then forgetting as soon. You know, the devil just, just plays with church folks. He just plays with them. Because you know that they don't retain. Because they don't feel that it's God's voice speaking. But the heavens declare the glory of God. And his firmament declares his handiwork. He has ordained the sun and the moon and he has ordained also the stars also. He ordained it all because when we go to Genesis, let's go there. Genesis 1 verse 16. Let's see how he ordained the lights in the heavenly realm. Notice now the word ordained means to establish and to Give instructions to. That's what the word ordained means. And everything, once again, that God created, He ordains it, including man. In Genesis 1, verse 16, it says, And God made two great lives. Well, it shows you there. He made, He created, He established something. So He ordained it, and then he gave it a further ordination. He said the greater light was to rule the what? Sound like instructions, wasn't it? He created the greater light, the sun, and then he gave it instructions. And what did he give the instructions for it to do? To rule the day. That's instructions, right? Now, if the sun tried to rule the night, then it would be out of order, wouldn't it? That's right. Amen? Amen. See, two 
said, let us make man and create him in his, our image, which is spiritual, and our likeness, which is uh, uh, heavenly. See, he ordained man to be created in his image and in his likeness. Then he turns around and he gives him further instructions in the ordination. He said, now I want you to be fruitful. Yeah. I want you to multiply. And I want you to replenish, dear man and woman. Not woman and woman or man and man, but man and woman is the only way that is proper. Regardless of what they say out there. Because they're crazy out there. Right. Now, regardless of that, don't you listen to that foolishness. No, that's not the way it is. If you think that's the way it is, put two women on an island and two men on an island and say it won't be long before they become extinct. But you put a man and a woman on an island, it ain't gonna be long before that island is populated. Right or wrong? Right. I don't care if they don't even like each other. If they're the only ones on there, watch and see they don't learn to like each other. Amen? They'll find a way, won't they? Huh? I'm just being real with you, So he ordained man to do, be fruitful, multiply, and replenish earth. He gave him. A assignment in that ordination. Everything that he created, he gives it an assignment. He gave the son an assignment to rule during the day. That's the greater life. He gave the moon an assignment, an ordination to carry out his will to rule in the lesser life. That's what the word of God says here in Genesis 1.16. And then he gave the star. He made the stars. And the stars was to help the moon to relate light and night, but also the stars and the moon and the heavenly satellites, as we call them, they were made to first humble man and to also be a show for signs and seasons and days and years. That's what the word of God says in the verse 14 here. And God said that there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and for years. That's what it says. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. Everything has an ordination from God. So I want to get that out of the way so that we can understand that whatever it is that's going on, church, hear me good. Stop worrying about what's happening in the world and who's doing it. That's stupid. It's already been ordained by God. You need what you need to do is find out, okay, God, teach me to keep myself from being destroyed by what's happening in the world. Yeah. It don't do me a bit of good to tell you who doing this and who doing that. It's no good. What are you going to tell me to keep me from being in that situation? Because it's already ordained, son. It's ordained by God. It ain't ordained by man. If you got a problem with anything that the government Stop being so gullible. Everything you read on the internet ain't real. Everything you read in a book ain't real. Get real and find out, okay, Lord, 
get my sanctuary right with this thing. I got to keep me straight with this thing. I know I'm preaching good to the choir. You need to be told to the choir. Because we waste too much time and too much energy on stuff that ain't going to save nobody's soul. Amen. It's all about the saving of the soul. All of it. Everything that's going on has been ordained by God. Now, even these four horsemen of the apocalypse, that's why I wanted to take you down through there and establish the ordination of God. Everything is from God. If you go to Isaiah 45, verse 7, you'll say that the Lord says, I create light, I create darkness.
don't sing will let there be light. That don't mean light like we know light. God is light. So when God stepped on the scene, first John 1, 5, God is light and in him there's no darkness at all. So God steps on the scene in Genesis and says, let there be me. When he said, let there be light. So I'm going to bring some order to this chaos. But in order to do this, I got to put me in. Okay, y'all with me on this? So the word of the Lord said, come and see. And I saw, and behold, a white horse. Now, I'm not going to get to the deep part of this today because it's too much. But what I'm going to do is try to get you to understand that there is a part of this that needs to be rectified. There is a part of this that needs to be understood. He said, this white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow. That means that he was mighty in battle. And he had a crown was given unto him because he had some authority, some rulership. And he went forth conquering and to conquer. Two things he went forth to do. He went forth to conquer. And he went forth conquering. Or he went forth conquering. And when he went forth conquering, he went forth to conquer. Mm -hmm. In other words, I'm coming to get you. Mm -hmm. And when I get you, I'm going to conquer you. And I'm going to keep you so devastated until you won't understand that there is a God in heaven that sits high and looks low. And there is a God in heaven that cares about you. See, that's what this spirit is trying to get you from. It's called the Antichrist spirit. Now, 1 John 2, verse 18 and 19. Go there. It's right there close to uh, Revelation. 1 John 2, verse 18 and 19. And let me know when you get there. 1 John 2, verse 18 and verse 19. Are we there? Yeah. Okay. We're talking about this Antichrist spirit, this white horse. There's a power that has been set loose in the earth. It's called the Antichrist. The spirit that don't want you to talk about Christ. Y'all, everybody know what's out there. You hear about it all the time. They don't want you to talk about Christ in church. They don't want you to talk about Christ in the, 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 your home. They don't want you to talk about Christ in the school system. They don't want you to talk about Christ in the marketplace. You know? They're trying to take it from, that's that spirit. You see, John said, little children, are we there? 1 John 2.18 said, little children, it is the last time. And we already told you that. And as you have heard that Antichrist shall come, and he shall. Even now, there are many what? Whereby we know that it's the last time. You see, the Antichrist spirit is already in the world. And it's showing itself. Now, what is he showing itself to do? He's the rider of the white horse. What did he show himself to do? To conquer. He went conquering and to conquer, right? Mm -hmm. He's trying to keep you from getting saved and walking right with God. He's trying to tell you that God ain't right, that it's all right for men to be with men and women to be with women. 
whatever it is you feel, it's all right. He's trying to tell you, yes, it's all right to drink liquor and go out there and kill up a whole bunch of people. How many of y'all know that liquor, alcohol, drink, and kill more people in this country every year than any drug they got on the market? I'm just being real nice. But because they say it's legal, does that make it right? That's right. Antichrist. Mm -hmm. It's an antichrist spirit. It's the spirit that's against morality. It don't want us to live moralistically. It wants us to do it its way so that we can become a part of its insanity. That's right. Verse 19 says, they went out from us. Are you there? Yeah. But they were not of us. We've experienced that over and over again. Mm -hmm. For if they had been They ain't here, all right? But they went out that they might be made manifest that they were not all of us. Okay? The Bible says all Israel ain't Israel. That's right. Translation everything in the church ain't the church. Amen. Hello? No. Everything in the church ain't the church. And everything in the church. When, when, we, when we need to be hearing and understanding what God is trying to tell us, we're all somewhere else in our head. And now I'm telling you, time's getting tough. Let's go back to Revelation, the sixth chapter. Y'all understand it's why I'm spirit. It's already here in the earth. It'll culminate into a man being killed and resurrected just like Jesus. Because everything that Christ, that God did with Christ, the antichrist, the devil is going to do with the antichrist. That's why it's called antichrist. It means everything that happens this way, there's also going to be a counterfeit. Okay? That's with everything. But we won't go to that funk degree of it. I just want you to understand that there is a power now in the earth that's against Jesus Christ and anything that believes in Jesus Christ. Okay? And it's got a, it's, it's a setup. It's a setup. Because this thing that's going forth to conquering and to conquer, it brings forth, check verse 3 in Revelation 6. Verse 3. It brings forth a red horse, which is a war horse. And when he had opened the second seal, I heard the second beast say, now, Remember, the beast are the instructors of God in man, okay? So the beast is giving man some instructions. And what are the instructions again? Come and do what? Come and what? See. See, see. I can't hear you. See. Ain't nobody talking to me this morning. See? See? See, see that? Ain't nobody want to talk this morning. You see? Now when you get your head busted and you want to call a pastor, <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. I keep trying to tell y'all. On Sunday and Wednesday is the best counseling. I'm giving you the best counseling I can give you now. Amen. Amen. And you won't even open your mouth. You don't even want to tap your hand. When the woman of God said that God saved you, you sit there and don't even want to clap your hand.
And you don't even want to give him all. You don't even open your mouth.
just to, just to get up, because we're going into this black horse in a minute, and it's going to really tag your head up to understand what it is that we're about to be faced with and that we're being faced with right now. This red horse, see, this is why big folk go to talk all crazy. They don't really understand what's going on. You see, when the two times faith, which was prophesied in the 30th chapter of Isaiah, specifically prophesied that it would be two times with an S, all the way down to Hollywood, how many hijackers would hijack the plane? Five of them. Two in one, three in the other. How they would take down the towers and how the American flag would be on top of the road. It got it all right down in there. People, thousands running down the street in the water and the dust. Everything is prophesied right now. Mm. And we just going back up to that. So I'm going to let you know why we in the shape we in right now. When no towers was hit, there are two towers, building one, the north tower, and building two, the south tower. The Bible says Babylon has fallen, it has fallen twice, two times. It didn't say the local trade center, it didn't say the national trade center, it didn't say the state trade center, it said the world trade center. Do you understand me? The Holy sits on many walls. Babylon. She fell once, she fell good.
stuff to stop. You're right. Amen. Amen. So when that thing collapsed, you wasn't going to see it right then. But do you know how many records and everything was lost in that? How much money was lost in that? World trade. Do you understand what we deal with here? And when that thing went down, Babylon's structure failed. And then, at the end, right at the end of Bush's term, it all began. They knew it was coming. They saw it. But they didn't want to pay people to pay. Because there wasn't nothing they could do about it. And the worst thing is coming, and they ain't letting you know. Because they don't want to pay you. You got to understand what, what, what we at now. It ain't got nothing to do with no man. Amen. It ain't Obama's fault. It ain't Bush's fault. Them just men that held that office to try to do a better job and went in and wanted to do a better job and found out I can't do it because it's God ordained that it don't be done, people. And he said in verse 5, And when he had opened the third 
seal. I heard the third beast say, now here again, that beast is the instructor of God in man. That's, it, that's their job, to instruct man in the word of God. That's what the four beasts are doing to you now, instructing you in the word of God through the anointing that's in my soul, okay? So it ain't me, it's the Lord that's giving you the word of God. And you better understand this. But if you don't, you will. There's a picture I call left behind. You ain't got to get left behind from the rapture. A whole bunch of church folk getting left behind. <laughs> left behind. They ain't keeping it up. You know? Man, we're in a dog fight, people. There's a whole lot of things coming at us. Every individual in here got to fight their own vices, got to fight their own hang-up, got to fight the world vices, and everything else is coming out. Everybody in here. Amen. So don't play church with me. Because I don't play church. I get real, I preach, and then I go about my business. And he that sat on it had a pair of thousand. Now watch what's happening. 
That parallel balances means that there is a yoke of slavery put on the famine souls of God's people. I'm going to say that again. The black horse, the one that had no truth in his face, that power, that dark power, it has a scale of balances in his hand. That means that it has a yoke on the people of this world because their souls have become dropped. Y'all know what the word drop means? It's in a famine. Well, God said it. It was an anguish that only sent a famine in the land. The Lord said that. Don't get mad at man. I said the Lord said that. He said, now it ain't going to be of bread and water, bread and dirt, but it's going to be of the hearing of the word of the Lord. He said, they're going to be running from sea to sea, from the north to the east, everywhere, looking for a word, but they ain't going to find it. Amen. What they doing out there? They run from church to church. Amen. Looking for a word. Amen. He said, no, it's over here. He said, don't go there. Mm -hmm. But they go in. Yes. They said, no, the Holy Ghost is going He said, don't go there, but they go there. He said, stay where you're planted. Because yes. that's where you're going to prosper. But no, when you plant it, because it ain't what you want, it ain't good enough, so hey, you know, you float. Mm. See, what kind of plan is it that they call that thing? Uh, 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 now they don't need no soil, they plant them and they just plant them and they didn't grow up. Wow. It's really that genetic design that we're talking about. Y'all know that they cost it organic. Oh, and charge all that money for it. <laughs> and tell you it's better for you and they tell it a lot. Yeah. It's better to kill you. You don't know what you're taking into you. Something that grows out of dirt, that's the way God planted it. No. So it's got to be something wrong with it. Yep. Right. But they tell you that it's a better way. You see what I'm saying? They think to change God's laws in time, the Bible says. Amen. It's the same antichrist spirit that does that is the one that tells you it's all right to get married to that man. Well, it's all right to get married. That woman be married that woman, or for that man to go out there and do them drugs, or that woman to go out there and sell her body for drugs. You know, it, it, it's all the same when we drunk on the side of the road for you to keep buying stuff and putting yourself in debt. You see, that's what it's trying to get you to do. That's what it's trying to get you to do. It's, it already knows where your weakness is, so that's where it's going to play on you. If you're a fool, then it's going to play on that. If, you, if, you, if you're lustful, then it's going to play on that. You know? If you like having babies, then you don't have people be up in no man. Sure. <laughs> Hello? Amen. Amen. I preach truth up in here. Amen. You know why? So I'm going to try to get you before you get to a place where you don't need hey. young, Amen. Ladies. Amen. young ladies. Young ladies. Young ladies in the house. Amen. Young men, your whole paycheck will go. You'll be working, and you'll never have nothing for child support. Amen. So you plant them seeds, buddy, they coming at you. Amen. You're going to get a job, or you're going to be eating cold grits and biscuits in jail. Amen. So you better think about it. Amen. I'm real with this. Okay. I'm just going to tell you, because you need to be taught. So you mess around and have 50 young, and, and no man around. Amen. To take care of it. Because ain't nobody gonna stay with no one got no feet in y'all. Ain't none of them. Am I real up in here? Amen. 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 Appreciate it. I ain't trying to be politically correct and I ain't trying to be religiously correct. I'm trying to save somebody's soul from heartache. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Tell me about that.
says here, he's got a pair of balances in his hand. That's a yoke of slavery that's put on the people's souls that don't know God. And that they claim to know God, but they ain't doing it the way God told them to do it. It's the same thing. You might well not know it. Amen? Amen. Bible says here in verse 6, And I heard a voice in the midst of the four be said, A minute a week for a penny. A penny is a day's earnings under the Roman denarius, a silver coin. And three measures of barley for a penny. And see that thou hurt not the oil and the wine. Let us look at this. It says, The measure of wheat for a penny. Now, wheat is the top of the line bread, thing that they use for bread. Top of the line. Now, a measure, one measure, a small amount of wheat for a penny, which is a whole day's work. That's what that penny means there. One measure of wheat for, we're talking about family now, black folks. One measure of wheat for a penny. And three measures of barley, that's the cheapest of the stuff that they use feed people with for a penny. You get three measures of it for a penny. All day work. Whole day work. Now what he's saying here is that under this yoke of bondage that the world has put on people through advertisement, through the housing districts, through all the money that's being lost, through the job loss, through all of this stuff that's causing people souls to be famine. That yoke is being placed on them. A yoke of hardship and poverty. Okay? Are y'all with me? Are y'all hearing what this thing is doing? Now, it's getting to the point where you're going to have to work all day long just to eat a meager meal. Just to pay for a meager meal. A measure of wheat for a penny, a day's work. Because gas is going to be so high. Food is going to be so high. Clothes is going to be so high. The medical bills are going to be so high. You ain't going to have no jobs. This is to be good. Amen. That everything, your light bill is going to be so high. Your rent is going to be so high. Everything that you work for is going to be so expensive until after you pay of all those things that Mr. Charlie wants that you got to pay. Because some things you got to pay to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. After you pay that, you ain't going to have nothing left for your earnings but a meager meal. That's what that measure of for a penny means. Do you understand that? And three measures a body to a penny. That's what it means. That you got people out here now working, working their heads off and still ain't getting no way. Amen. 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 To go deeper and deeper and deeper under the yoke of the bondage. Amen. And their souls are becoming more and more fathom because the more you work out there for Mr. Child, the less you're going to come to the house of the Lord. Am I right about it? Amen. And then your soul is going to get Amen. Yeah. And they in the house today? 